Hello, listener. I'm Craig Stepp, and this is my podcast, Look What I Found. This is episode 211 of my Dog Days of Podcasting. Thank you for joining me. And I was listening to Kyle the other day, and he was talking about, I think he was referring to my questions, and he mentioned, uh, I know he's been in the Toastmasters for quite a while, and I know a little bit about that. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, um, our own Amy Bowen has also done that too, the Toastmasters, where, you know, they're, they got to do a little public speaking, toasting, or uh, stuff like that, which uh, I should probably look into at some point and try that myself because I always thought that I'm not the best communicator. Um, I feel like I can think things through pretty well, but I'm sometimes I'm not the best at explaining things. And uh, anyway, Kyle was talking about the questions I had here for conversation starters. And it got me thinking, well, how do I normally start my conversations off? You know, or I mean, not with a question, but uh, like on a Zoom call for work or something like that. Lots of times I'll say, I'll start off with, hey, y'all, you know, people, sometimes they react to it. Sometimes they go, hey, how you doing? And it's kind of an easy way into a uh, starting a conversation. Um, my dad has a funny story about saying that. He was in, um, he was up north, was it New Hampshire? He was somewhere up there for work. I can't remember exactly where, but he got on the elevator, an elevator and, uh, this couple was on and he walked in and he said, Hey y'all. And they busted out laughing. And they were like, he was like, what did I say? Turns out they were from South Carolina, uh, also. And (laughs) when he said that they did, that was like the last thing they were going to expect. And they ended up having a conversation. So I think it's an easy, it, anyway, that's my little thing I use. Uh, but I think everybody should have a few topics to, to start a conversation off when they're in their pocket or in their head. And, you know, in case you get to that situation where you get in that uncomfortable silence or you're having trouble trying to start a conversation, you know, pull something out and, uh, and throw it out. So with that, I'm going to answer a couple of questions real quick. Let me scroll, scroll, scroll through my list of questions. If you opened a restaurant, what kind of food would you serve? Hmm. What kind of food would I serve? Well, <laughs> actually, I have the um, the first entree. I don't know. I'm actually, I'm pretty eclectic with my food taste. So I, I like a little bit of everything. Um, I especially like pork, uh, stuff like that. But, um. When I was a kid, I'll tell you what my, my, my dish that I made, uh, when we were home for the summer, of course I would have, you know, kind of fend for myself for maybe breakfast sometimes or, or lunch, you know, uh, mom would do that kind of thing too. But, uh, sometimes I liked when I got a little older, I started cooking for myself and eggs were my thing. I think I can do eggs as good as anybody else. I studied them you know, try them different ways. Uh, I have, I perfected Gordon Ramsay's perfect sc- uh, scrambled eggs, which you can find the YouTube video on that. I can make, make eggs with the best of them. But the one thing that <laughs> I would love to serve, maybe with eggs on the side, um, it's a bologna bowl. <laughs> so when we were kids, uh, 
in my kid mind, I was like, let's, let's make a dish. So I took a piece of bologna and I put it on a plate and I put some cheese, not necessarily sliced cheese. We didn't really have that, but I, we had like a, a block of cheddar or something. I put some cheese in the middle, leaving, you know, leaving some of the bologna exposed. So around the perimeter of it. So when you put it in the microwave and you nuked it, the edges would curl up and then you end up with a bologna bowl. <laughs> Actually, I think I've got a picture of it. I'm, uh, I did it one time telling Harrison about this as he was growing up. I finally had bologna in the house one day and I did it and he was like, whoa, it's real. <laughs> but, so yeah, bologna bowl and eggs. There you go. I'll do another question. Um, da, da, da. What is the most awe-inspiring place you've been? Uh, there's two places, really. Uh, we visited Washington. Actually, I, I can tell you three. Uh, Washington, D.C. That was pretty cool. Then we saw some things that, of course, I've never seen before other than pictures and books, the Internet or, you know, some some videos somewhere like a TV, uh, TV show or something. So Washington was pretty awesome. Um, you know, the whole mall area where you're walking around the water, the Vietnam Memorial. Um, I did see one of my, my dad's, uh, old high school friend. His name is there. I found that, um, that that's pretty sombering. I should say more than on spring, a little bit of both. Um, the other place I would say would be Alaska. Alaska was fantastic. We went there. Uh, my wife had gone to Alaska after high school and she worked there for a while in Skagway. So when, um, we had taken an Alaskan cruise and we stopped in one of the stops was in Skagway. And when we got off the ship, she was showing us where she worked, where she hung out, uh, after work and where she lived. And, uh, we took a hike up on a trail that she used to, um, go all the time. That was amazing to see her light up and was showing us all the places that she, she used to hang out at. Um, and of course the views you're surrounded by mountains. And we, we went back there and actually stayed in Skagway for, and a guy was renting his house out. There's not that many, like an Airbnb kind of thing. There's not that many because there's not that many people that live there. He's like one of the few places, one of the two, I think something like that. But we stayed there for a couple of weeks and that was a lot of fun. Um, the most awe-inspiring place though, I would have to say the first one that comes up to mind is when we went to Philmont and, uh, it's in, uh, Cimarron, right outside of Cimarron, New Mexico. It's a scout ranch. So all of our scout troop had, uh, a trip there. We had an itinerary, the itinerary takes you to these different places. And then every time, I mean, it was hiking, it was tiring, but it was so beautiful. There were areas where there's, it looks like any scene you've seen in an old Western with a little Creek going through a meadow kind of thing. There's all kinds of stuff. Uh, it's just a beautiful place. Um, dark, you know, at night and you can see the, you know, count on as many stars as you want. It's very beautiful. So there was a lot of beauty there. Uh, it was some places really dusty and, um, you know, but I tell you what, 
the most awe-inspiring thing was when we finally took a shower <laughs> after about 10 days with him not showering. <laughs> no, but Philmont, oh, Mount Baldy uh, at Philmont. We climbed Mount Baldy and got up there and uh, I took some pictures. I There's two parts to that. I'm going to tell you, I'm, I know I'm going long night, whatever. When we got up to Mount Baldy, uh, before you ascend to the peak, you come up to the saddle, which is, is kind of called a saddle. It's like a, a, a rounded part of the mountain and it's full of grass. So we, we came up there, the trees got literally shorter right when we got to the grassy area and there were, the trees were about my height at that top part. And then they kind of disappeared and it's just full grass and it was lush. It was beautiful. You could see, look like the Swiss Alps in the distance, which wasn't, but you could see all those mountains. Then when you go to the top, um, which is a little weird, I'm, I'm not normally, you know, scared of heights, but as we were hiking up there, there's a wind blowing in my face and I just feel like at any more moment I could just go, and you know, fly off that side of that mountain. Um, but I made it to the top. I did a 360 um, picture at the top of the mountain and it was just beautiful. I could have stayed up there for quite a while. So anyway, that's it for me tonight. And, um, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. I want to thank you for listening. If you want to catch up with me, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook and more. You can find links to all that at my website at spindle.com. That's S P Y N D L E. Thank you. And until next time.